Torah tells us that when we go out to war, some Chabonim explained that it could be that when the Torah was originally given, the Pshat and the Pasuk was originally talking about Melchemes Mitzvah. But there's a Klal Gadol from the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, that every Pasuk applies to every Jew at every time. You're in Eretz Yisrael, you're not in Eretz Yisrael. You own a donkey, you don't own a donkey. You're a man, you're a woman, you're married, you're a king, you're a priest. All the mitzvahs apply to everybody at all times. Simcha Bunim said that it has to be that in our time, when Melchemes Mitzvah is not something which we can really do so often. Maybe a mitzvah of defending the Jewish people at a time of war, but by and large, shalom Damiza, we shouldn't know of having to defend ourselves in that way, but Melchemes Mitzvah of attacking and conquering Eretz Yisrael is not something that happens frequently. So it has to be that the simple interpretation of the Pasuk, Bizman Hazez, that we're talking about in Melchemes Mitzvah Aleivecha, Aleivecha is talking about a spiritual war. Whether we're talking about a spiritual war or a physical war, the Torah tells us, when you go out to war against your enemies, or against your enemy, your main enemy, simple interpretation of the words means that when you go out against your enemy in war, and Hashem gives over your enemy into your hand, and you capture a captive, then X, Y, and Z that follows in the psukim of the story of the Isha Sifas Tower and all the requisite psukim that go along with that. But the Pasuk stands alone also. When you go out and you want to fight against your enemy, when you want, for a lot of people here, this is we're beginning a new journey. For some people, we're continuing a journey together. When a person wants to go out and fight against their enemy, spiritual forces that are keeping them from fulfilling their optimal level in the service of God, if you want to be able to serve Hashem at an optimal level, you need to take in your hands Hashem Elokecha. Going out to war against your enemies, the Torah is giving us an instruction on a deeper level. You want to be successful in war against your enemies? Put, quote, Hashem Elokecha in your hands. Hold on to this Indian of Hashem Elokecha. So there's a Torah from Shwab, you know, Shwab's Al HaTfila and his sitter. It quotes from Shimshon Rafal Hirsch, shared the teaching before, but in this way, I don't think we have. 
Schwab says that he one time heard from Rav Breuer that Rav Breuer's father, Breuer from Washington Heights, his father one time ran into Kassab Sofer, the son of the Kassab Sofer, and Rav Breuer was a Talmud and very close, and I think even maybe related in some way to Rav Shimshon Rafal Hirsch. So the Kassab Sofer's son, the Kassab Sofer, asked, what was Rav Shimshon Rafal Hirsch's like? Torah. What was his go-to Torah? <coughs> what was his pocket Torah that he would always go to? So he said, my Rebbe's Torah I could sum up his Torah in one thing that he said all the time. The Gemara has a Lashon, Margala B'Pumya Durav. There was a pearl that was constantly in the mouth of so-and-so. This is the Margala B'Pumya of Rav Hirsch. Rav Hirsch said almost, Kimat not a day that goes by that I'm you know, alive and thinking, which is not all the days, you know, when we don't think about this as we're saying Adon Olam in Tefillah. Rav Hirsch's Margala B'Pumya was that he said, Adon Olam Hashem, Alach B'Terem Hashem is the Adon Olam who ruled before there was anything. And then he created the world. And Yimloch Nora, he's going to Nora, awesome, earth-shattering, frightening. Hashem was, He is, and He will be. Everything that we do can only exist eternally in the context of Him. Everything else, it's temporary. Like we say in the Yom Noram Davning, it's like a Ruach Nashavas, it's like a passing wind, it's like a, a shadow of a bird flying from high up. It goes for half a second and then in the blink of an eye it's gone. Adam nothing. But everything that exists within Hashem, maybe. But that's not what it is. Hashem, Melech, Hashem Malach, Hashem Yimloch, Nora. There's only one, there's no other. He has complete memshal over the whole world. The whole beginning of Adon Olam is Hashem is giant. Hashem is so big. In Sharichud Ve'amunah, the Baltanya, the Baltanya begins with something called the Chinuch Katan. Chinuch Katan is a small little chapter that begins the Sefer Sharichud Ve'amunah, the Baltanya, first to the Lubavitch Rebbe's. Chinuch Katan begins by saying, How does a person access love of God? And he says the same Torah as we're about to say from Rav Hirsch. That's nice. The two of them say the same, similar type of thing. Adon Olam Hashem Lach. We build up Hashem is so big. He's so beyond. We can't fathom him. He's beyond time and space. Once had a Rebbe who's one of the Rosh Yeshiva of KBY who started a shir trying to, you know, wake us up by saying, you know, I just want to tell you, let you in on a little secret. Hashem doesn't exist. And we're all like, Okay. This is interesting. And he went on to explain how Hashem is beyond existence. Hashem is beyond time and space. And to exist means to be within time and space. Hashem is beyond existence. We have no kalim for thinking about Hashem is so beyond. He created everything. He's, he is creating everything at this moment. And then, says Rehersh, we flip around, and we say, Every single descriptor of Hashem has a yud at the end. You know what the yud means? He's mine. It's my personal God. He's invested in me. That God who's so beyond and should have nothing to do with me, who should have nothing, who shouldn't be thinking about me bichlal. It's much bigger, he's so big. That God who keli, 
That's my God. Chai Goali. He's my Redeemer. He's looking out for me. Hunisi. If Hirsch said, we start off tefillah by saying, Hashem is huge. Like the Baal Tanya explained in Chinuch Katan. You want to come to Avas Hashem? There's an Avas Hashem that's a gift that Hashem gives you. It's the nature of your soul. Or after years of working, Hashem gives it to you like nevuah, it's like a gift. But there's an ava that you can have anytime you want it. All you do is meditate on the words of Adon Olam. Hashem, you're so big. You're so beyond. You're so unfathomable. Va'afal pikein, you're interested in me. That brings you to an unbelievable state of love. And with that, a person can enter into tefillah. With that, a person can enter into war against the Yitzhar. With that, a person can be confident and say, I don't care how big my problem is. The reason that the Torah begins with Barashas Barel Kim Esa Shemaim Arts is because Hashem created the whole world. You don't think He can fix your little quirk of character that's your problem, whatever your particular <coughs> proclivity towards some negative behavior or some negative thought pattern. Hashem is so big, He created the whole world. So He knows how to ask for a few things in the Torah that are going to lead you in the right direction. A person wants to start to serve Hashem in earnest. A person really wants to come to a, a relationship with Hashem and begin to build something real. We're starting a, a, a new, a new Divrei Elokim Chaim season. I hate to call it season, it makes it gross. We're starting to daven again together. We're starting to daven again together after not having been able to daven together for a whole summer. Needed some rest. Bitulo Zunikiyumo. Bigger and more strong than ever. But we should know that we're coming together to work in a different way than we do during the rest of the six days of the week. I often like to say this is the earliest Kabbalah Shabbos minion in all of Yerushalayim in the whole world. Already Thursday, we're being Makabah Shabbos. Not Isser Malacha. That's not possible until after Plag Mincha on, on Friday. But already to bring in the Indian of Arab Shabbos. Shabbos candles, thanks to the Shonabit guys from last year. Shonalaf guys from last year, Shonabit guys from this year. The secret of four that is five, for those who are in the know. One time we'll explain the secret of the five candles. This is a different type of shir. I, I, throughout the past week and a half, what's the real Kim What is that? I saw it on the schedule, you know. I'm not sure if I wanted to go to this shir or that shir. I don't know what the real I don't know what that is. So the truth is, I don't know what it is either. It's this. This is what it is. It's unscripted, without a Makomo sheet, with bearing our heart in a way that's aimed towards real work towards bringing the light of Shabbos in early. What that means on a weekly basis and on a bringing in the light of Shabbos early. Yom Shekula Shabbos. As we're, out, we're going out to war. It should be a gentle war. It should be a sweet war with lots of beautiful nagunim. And a lot of Torah. That's Mesorah, the Lev. That's Yotzim and Alev. That's Nechnasim and Alev. You want to be successful in war? You know what you should do? You should take Hashem Elokecha Liyadecha. Hashem means Hashem beyond, Hashem who's completely beyond, who should have nothing to do with us, who should have no want for us. Hashem Elokecha. 
Elokecha is your God. Elokecha means that personal connection. If you want to be successful in war, you know what you should do? You should meditate on the fact that Hashem is so beyond, and at the same time, He's Elokecha. Like that Torah from Adon Olam, like that Torah from the Baal Tanya. Shivya. If you do that, then you'll be successful at bringing back all types of spoils of war. Not only will you not succumb to your enemy, but you'll capture from, used to use the Lashon that we find in Sifre Breslov, and we find in other Sfarim, it's really based on Chazal, based on Psukim, if you read carefully. The goal is to get the Yetzir Hara, who swallowed up so much of our goodness, to, to choke and to throw up that goodness and give it back to us. To give it back to us. Shivisa Shivya. To go ca- not only are we not going to fall into your hands, not are we not going to fall into your hands, but we're going we're to take back what belongs to us. Shavisa Shivya. We're going to bring back what belongs to us. Shevi, the Lashon of Shevi, Svarma Kadoshim explained. Dega Machna Ephraim explains this. Quotes from the Bashem Tavar Kadosh. And he added, he was Mosif to that. Shevi, the, the word Shevi, is an anagram for the Rosh Tevos of, and, and starts with, Shevi is Shimon Bar Yochai. Shimon Bar Yochai. Shivisa Shivyo. It's the Torah of, Torah like this, which is a more living Torah. It's Eitz Chaim. Chalila to say that the rest of what we're doing is not real Torah. Of course it is. That's Gufei Torah, like Chazal said. Learning Gemara, Lefachot, two star a day. Some of you, three star a day. For those who are with Rav Kori. Three star a day of Gemara. Two star a day of Gemara. The Gemara in Halacha, and Chumash, all the Nigla Satora that we're learning, and even the Nistara Satora, what seems like Nistara Satora, is all Nigla Satora, Klape, what we're doing here. Shivisa Shevi. Shevi is the Osios Shimon Bar Yochai. It's the Roshetevos of Yisrael Baal Shem Tov, in the opposite direction. Tzadikim say that this type of Torah is the Torah that's going to bring us out of, like the Zohar says itself, this, in high safra from this sefer, we're going to be able to come out of Gauls.
Same pasuk. Kitetzel Mulchama Levecha. Shavisa Shivya is the end. The Shavisa says very simple. Kitetzel Mulchama Levecha is talking about the six days of the week. That's when you're at war. Shabbos, everyone feels. Whole world feels. Shavisa Shivya, our struggles, our battle. It becomes a little bit easier on Shabbos. Shiviso Shivya, Shabbos, Lashon Shabbos. Kitetze the Mucham Alevecha, like one of the earlier Slonim Rebbe's explained, Shabbos is like, is it a mashal, you know, we could all probably use the first half of the mashal right at this moment, but he said, you know, it's like walking through like a cold, uh, snowy, you know, but frigid. We could all use a little bit stronger air conditioning right now, but you know, he said it's like walking through a frigid tundra, <clears throat> snow up to your waist. You could feel that your skin is starting to crack from the from the winds, from the howling winds. You're just bone cold. And it's it's sleeting. It's raining. You know. And you walk into a you walk into a little tavern, a little house. It has some smoke coming out of the out of the chimney, and you walk in, and there's a fire going, and the Balayas <coughs> offers you some tea, and he gives you, you know, a change of clothing, and sit on a lounge chair and kick back. So that's every week what it feels like walking through the six days of the week. Just when am I going to get to like for a moment of comfort of Noach Adam Shinevra Yosem Shalonevra? You know, when is it going to be more comfortable to be alive than to be struggling through my existence and 
you know, battling all the difficulties of the six days of the week. Distractions and the obligations. And for people who are joining us from, from work, you know, just trying to hustle so that I could put some food on the table, take care of my kids, buy that second car, whatever, wherever you're at, pay the mortgage. And like Shabbos, I could finally say, there's nothing missing from the house of the king. Everything's exactly the way that it needs to be. Like coming in from that cold storm. explains that it also is true that to the degree that we fight during the six days of the week, to the degree that, you know, tomorrow there's no yeshiva. Welcome to Eretz Yisrael. No Sundays. Tomorrow's Sunday for you. I called my car mechanic, Yoav, last Friday because we are having some trouble with the car. He fixed everything for 10 shekel. Good guy. Yoav. Everyone go to Micha at Yoav. This year has been sponsored by Micha at Yoav. So Yoav, uh, I, called him on, uh, I called him on Friday, and I said, Yoav, you know, I hope you're taking, a, you know, taking care of yourself. Knowing you, you're ish uh, charutz. You know, you're like, a, you're always busy, and go to a busy person. You know, he's not an indolent type. He always has new, new things to do. And so I said, but you know, I hope that like, uh, you treat yourself good. Arab Shabbos, you know, get a little bit of uh, chofesh. So he took that as, he's like a, you know, he's like a very Masorati type of fellow. You would see him on the street. If you didn't have the right eyes, you wouldn't think that he's religious, but he's just sitting in his mechanic shop saying to him all day. You know, it's a Sephardi thing. He doesn't wear a kippah, you know, but he's kulo, you know, he davens three times a day. So he, he felt like I was maybe, you know, judging him. Not really. We have a close relationship, but he left me a message. He said, David, he calls him, going, David, kodem kol agute Shabbos. Now, this is like the least Hasidish man in the world, but he wanted a sort of like, you know, he's like, agute Shabbos. Then he told me, he's like, he's like, I spend all Friday preparing for Shabbos. I set the table, I, make, I prepare the food, I tell my wife, go rest. He's, he left me this whole message, this is my mechanic in Israel. I, I spend the whole Arab Shabbos preparing for Shabbos. Tomorrow, you don't have yeshiva. So wake up for Vasikim, and then do Shnai Mikra, and prepare for Shabbos, and go to the mikvah, and say all of Tehillim, or say one Tehillim, and prepare for Shabbos, and add Davin Tashem and say Hashem, Help me to taste Shabbos. Help me to taste Shabbos. So Nachman, when he was a little boy, he was once in a base medrash, he went under a table on Arab Shabbos, and there was another fellow in the, in the, in the room, and this fellow thought it was pretty weird, so he told Rabbi Nachman's uh, parents, and they weren't so happy about it. Rabbi Nachman sat under the table and cried over and over again, cried, banging his head against the table softly, saying, Rabbi he sat under the table, and he hit his head like this, gently against the table, saying, Rabboni Shalom, please reveal to me what Shabbos really is. Please reveal to me what Shabbos is. Over and over again, for hours on Arab Shabbos, please reveal to me. No, I'm not saying that you should do that. I'm not saying you should do that. Ibn Nachman once said that he cried the number of tears that were the number of strings in his talus to know what a talus is. That's what he said. The number of strings that were in his talus, that's how many tears he cried to know what is a talus. Mazu talus. So Arab Shabbos should sit and we should use Erev Shabbos in the right way. On a, yeah, I know that Erev Shabbos is a big day for, uh, 
for football, or I don't know if that started yet or whatever. Kivaldik. Kivaldik. But Erev Shabbos is a long day. Go to the mikvah, prepare for Shabbos in the right way. Shnaya Mikra is a chiv de Rabbanon mefachot. Unless you're a Malamit Tinoko Shabbos Rabban, which I don't know, maybe some of you are. There's a lot to do on Erev Shabbos. To the degree that we fight the work. During the six days of the week to prepare for Shabbos, to the degree that we bring Shabbos in on Thursday afternoon, we're to taste Shabbos. Misha Tarach, Be'er Shabbos is not just talking about if you prepared a good meal, then you'll have a good meal to eat because you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. That's the halachic implications of that Gemara. On a deeper level, it means that the more you put into preparing for Shabbos, Shabbos masos libeinu. Pasuk says in, uh, in Eicha, Shabbos masos libeinu. Shabbos, the delight of our heart. Hafach le'evel mecholeinu has turned from a time of macholeinu, which means machol dancing, circle dancing, into evel, into, into mourning, M-O-U-R. Echa, Shabbos, the delight of our, of our souls, masos libeinu, the delight of our hearts, has turned from dancing into, into evel. Tzadikim explained a deeper interpretation of that pasuk. Shabbos masos libeinu, Shabbos, the delight, the sos, the, the, the rejoicing of our heart, Hafach le'evel, it turned into a time of mourning, me'cholenu, not macholenu, not our, our circles turned into mourning, but me'cholenu, from our chol, from the way that we treated Shabbos on Thursday, from the way that we treated Shabbos on Wednesday, from the time that we said l'chun in the Shir Shalyom, from the way that we had the Malav Malka on Motzei Shabbos. the degree that a Jew is yearning for Shabbos during the six days of the week, is going out to war for Shabbos during the six days of the week, Vishavisa Shivyo. There's a chevra who lives in Ramot, where we live. One of them I see on the screen, my dearest friend, Adam Pomerantz, Adam Peretz. If anyone needs a good PT, he's the man to go to. So we learned Shir Hashirim on Arab Shabbos. We took a little break in the summer also. And one of the things that we try to do, we took from one of the limudim that we took from Shir Shirim is that during the week, every day, when you say the Shir Shalyom, when you say the Shir Shalyom, that's a time the Ramban says, that's a mitzvah deraisa of mention of counting the week according to Shabbos. Because we say, Hayom Yom, Rishon B'Shabbos, Sheni B'Shabbos. We mention Shabbos every day. So when we say, Hayom Yom, you should try this, this coming week. This is a... Homework. Now we give homework this year. This is a new, this year's homework. So don't come back next week if you don't do this. At least one day. Do it at least once. Hayom yom, whatever b'shabbos. Do it tomorrow. Try to think back when you say hayom yom rishon b'shabbos this coming Sunday. For a minute, as you're saying those words, pause for a second and actually think about the words that you're saying. And try to just close your eyes and remember something on Shabbos, whether it's Remembering sitting with a friend late Friday night, or getting to sleep in a little bit later, or the taste of the kugel, or how good it felt to be wearing clean clothing for the first time in yeshiva, you know, after, after a week. You know, you finally got that shower in, coast to coast. And uh, something that was Shabbistic in your life, that you can then sit, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, it doesn't matter, you're in yeshiva, you're not in yeshiva. Imagine if every Tuesday or Wednesday or Tuesday and Wednesday, how about that, when we said Hayom Yom Shlishi, Hayom Yom Revi Shabbos, 
all of the Jewish accountants and lawyers and doctors and rebbeim, all thought about Shabbos on that, during the six days of the week. We, we schlepped Shabbos into the six days of the week and remembered what Shabbos was like. To dip into Shabbos for a second, to sit in the shade of the tree of Shabbos, like it says in Shia Shirem. To sit in the shade of the tree of, Arab, of, of that Shabbos, to bring Arab Shabbos into the rest of the week. And then Shabbos becomes Masos Libenu. Then Shaviso Shivyo. Then your Shabbos is really a Shabbos. That's what the Svasam has said. Then your Shabbos is really a Shabbos. Otherwise, your Shabbos is just. It is what it is.
Zon. Shalom Aleichem Tati. And his doctor's coat, no less. Something for my father. Ah, Gewaldik. Here you go, Tati. When you find a bird's nest in front of you. My father loves birds. My father's favorite, if I could say, you know, there's a Gemara in Shabbos that says, what was your father's mitzvah? That's what it says. What was your, you should be zochet tarichos yamim. My father should be zochet tarichos yamim v'shanim. Together with Ima, together with Mami. So the Gemara says, what was your father's mitzvah? So one person said, oh, my father's mitzvah was tzitzis. Oh, my father's mitzvah was... So there's 613 mitzvahs. Everyone has, you know, has to keep them all. But what was your father's mitzvah, you know? So my father's mitzvah, if I could be so brazen, is, uh, is Shiloh HaKan. Shiloh HaKain. Ki karakan sipur lefanecha b'derech. Bechol eitz, ala aretz. Efrochim o beitzim v'haim rovetes ala efrochim. You find chicks or eggs, and the mother is sitting over the chicks or the eggs. <laughs> Don't take the mother together with the children. So the Zara Kadosh, the Zara Kadosh, the Tikkuni Zara, to be precise, on these words says, you see in this Pasuk that there are three, there are three different uh, categories here. You have the beitzim, you have the, the eggs, you have the efrochim, you have the chicks, and you have the bonim, you have the children. Those are three different ways that we refer to these creatures that you're not supposed to take. Al ha'em. The aim is the shechina, the shechina kedosha. The mother is the shechina kedosha. But then you have the beitzim, the efrochim, and the bonim. So Tikkun Ezar says, Habeitzim elu bale mikra. The beitzim refers to, the eggs refer to those who study scripture, those who study Torah Shabbat. The Efrochim, for those who want to follow along the Gematria, as my father is probably telling in the, uh, in the chat. The Efrochim is bale mishnah, people who study mishnah. And the Banim, the children, Elu Bali Kabbalah. These are the people who study the secrets of Torah. Nistaros HaTorah. Torah Shebichsav, Torah Shebaal Peh, Nistaros HaTorah. These birds, these Ofot, Of is Bigmatria Yosef, first to the Tzaddik. The tzaddik who learns Torah, in a way of tzidkus. There are people who learn mikra, people who learn mishnah, and people who learn sodos Torah. <coughs> so this is mamish for you. The b'nei saschar, the b'nei saschar. My whole family owes everything to the b'nei saschar. The b'nei the b'nei saschar says explains pshat in a. Mishnah in Mesecha Shabbos. Mishnah says in Mesecha Shabbos, Hofchin es hasal lefnei ha'efrochim. Hofchin es hasal lefnei ha'efrochim. It means that if your chicks fall down onto the floor, 
And on Shabbos, you want to get them back in the coop. And they don't really know how to like hop up yet because they're still so small. You're allowed to overturn a basket on the floor that they'll be able to climb up to, to climb back into the... so that they will survive Shabbos. Because you might have thought maybe that's called trapping them again. Or maybe you'll think that that's bonet to flip over the... Whatever the concern is. So Bnei Soschar quotes from earlier tzaddikim that hofchen es hasal lefnei ha'efrochim means that those who study Mishnah, the Efrochim, hofchen es hasal lefnei ha'efrochim. Those who cling on to the Torah Shabal Peh, hofchen es hasal. Hofech means to turn over the sal. What's the sal, says the Bnei Soschar? The sal refers to the samach and the lamed. Samach refers to the samach mem. Samach mem aleph lamid, the first letter of the male instantiation of the of the Yitzhara. It's called the Samach Mem Aleph Lamid, the name of a Malach that we don't say. He who shall not be named for the Harry Potter fans. That's the Samach of Sal. And the Lamid of Sal is a reference to the female instantiation of the Yitzhara, whose name is Lamid Yud, Lamid Yud Taf. means that for those Efrochim who are Mare Mishnah, those who spend their days steeped in unify, unifying together the Torah Shabbat and the Torah Shabbat we, we turn over and we force down. We're in this hapich, those negative forces in the world to become positive forces in the world. And then the Bnei Sashar says, if that's true of those who are Mari Mishnah, of the Efrochim, Kal Vachomer, Ben Benoshel Kal Vachomer, the Bonim, who study the secrets of Torah. Those who study the secrets of Torah, Allah has kama v'kama. Ki karikan sipor lefanecha. person studies Torah in this way. So then, there's Zohar to be able to take control of their lives. Or Zohar to be able to take control of our lives. But Khalila that a person should look down at another person. Khalila that another, that a person should look down at another person. What time are we talking about Mincha these days? 510, huh? Chalila, that person should look down on another person. Every person has their own chilek in Torah. Every person has their own chilek in Torah. And we should be zoch to find ours in the way that a person finds a bird suddenly in the forest. Because the key, the key is to find your Pesach in Torah, to find your Shar in Torah, to find your letter in the Torah, to find your chilek in the Torah. And whether you're one of the Afrochim or whether you become Bonim, Hashem should help you to find your place in Torah.